Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. It's uh, Rodney with Cole. Hello. And uh, Will, who's uh, camera shy today. Hey, guys. And uh, Video Games Now podcast, where you can get all your news and information about the gaming world right now. So uh, today we're going to talk about uh, a lot of stuff since we missed last week. Uh, we'll, I don't know where we're going to start, but we'll talk about Black Ops Cold War beta test dates. Um, EA Play is uh, coming to Xbox uh Game Pass Ultimate, so we'll talk about that. Uh, there's uh, a rumor slash confirmation. Oh no, actually revealed. Uh, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time remake. Uh, lots of Nintendo news, and uh, we'll talk about the Xbox Series X and Series S, uh, the rent-to-own option. So for those who uh, can't really afford the console but really want it, there's an option for you. Uh, all right, guys, and then obviously today we'll uh, reveal the winner of our. Uh, of our uh, contest uh, from Woo! Guess That Game. Woo! So uh, we're going to skip, I think we're going to skip this next month here for Guess That Game just because I'm having a baby and it'll be kind of unpredictable for the podcast. So uh, next month we'll come back uh, with Flying Colors. All right, guys, uh, let's get into the episode. All that's coming up right now, right now, right now, right now. <laughs> Alright everybody, welcome to the show. It's uh, going to be a good-ass time here covering all this news that came out in the last two weeks. Uh, of course, the one week we didn't do a podcast, there's literally so much news that we can't even put it into one podcast episode. We're like waiting and waiting and waiting and all of a sudden it's like <laughs> everything happens within yeah. two weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> everything. Uh, okay, so uh, do you want to start with the Black Ops Cold War? Because we've already talked about that before, so... Um, as well. Yeah, so... Uh, actually, two things with Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. One was uh, there was a uh, kind of an... Ad- a- 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 uh, they released like the multiplayer to like a select few people, like some streamers, content creators on YouTube. So we actually got a first glimpse of what the multiplayer is actually going to look like with uh, co- uh, Call of Duty... Uh, almost said Mar- I almost said Modern Warfare. Um, but uh, yeah, Cold War. Co- COD. I can't even spell COD on Google. COD Cold War multiplayer so uh there's a couple of uh new things uh or sorry returning things that uh lots of people liked from the last uh uh, modern, or, uh black ops kind of games 
but uh, basically, uh, like, medals are coming back, and uh, the time to kill looks pretty good. Uh, yeah, it just, if you guys want to see it, just check it out on uh, on YouTube. I, I watched Exclusive Ace. He had a uh, full video in depth of uh, how he felt about the uh, about the multiplayer, and he has it split up in between what he liked and what he didn't like about it. And it's, yeah, it's pretty good. So, so uh, it looks like it's out. going back to its roots. It's taken a taken a different like Black Ops look to it. You know, like there's not as much parkouring, and the gun system seems a little yeah. more simplified. There's no kicking doors in, but there is like you, there's swimming and there's um, a bunch of different vehicle options. So it looks like they they even though it looks a little bit dumbed down is not the right word. Um, it, yeah, they eliminated all the BS that Modern Warfare has. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. they still I mean, have I don't like mind some of the some of the parkour and stuff and the. Yeah. Um, so basically, they they still have like you can customize your gun with with like the gunsmith and stuff. So that's good. Um, but it actually tells you like the percentages of like you know how in in yeah. Warzone or whatever it's like oh this increases ADS speed. It's like well how much how much it doesn't tell you right. So this and one actually tells you a percentage. Also uh, hidden factors in Modern Warfare where it's like this site actually might, um, you know, make you run faster or slower based on you having it or not having it. And like, there's all these hidden kind of things that the only way you know you have it is by testing out every little piece of it. Where mm -hmm. in Cold War, it shows you like everything. There isn't really, well, at least from what they said, that they kind of show all of the hidden mechanics with the percent system, which yes. is kind of nice to see. Um, so, an, uh, pretty big change is the kind of like the big team scale mode so in in modern warfare it's ground war mm. and in this one i believe it's called combined arms so it's like 12v12 and let me just make sure that i'm not totally butchering that um uh, this is a basis uh, basically off of like exclusive basis video but he was saying that you can't squat uh, spawn on your squad anymore so like there's mm. uh, the spawns are just random like they are in multiplayer so you just spawn wherever. Um, he said the spawns are much better like it's not you know there there's a lot of variety of spawn points and uh, it's it's hard to like camp all of them you know what I mean like we get spawn trapped all the fucking time. Mono warfare is really warfare. bad for that like really really oh, bad. Yeah. For that. So um, their big maps are kind of small in in a, in a sense of their big maps are there's so much wasted space. That yeah. everybody stays to a certain area, but then they made like they cut off all the maps, so all the maps are really small, and you're always getting spawn trapped or like spawning behind the enemy. To it's very random, so I'm glad well, they tried to fix that. I wonder though, like when they make maps, like obviously they want to make it cool and and you know explorable, I guess, but then you don't really know the spots that people are going to be like, this is the fucking best spot, and they just all gravitate towards that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny how we're saying like. They're they're two separate games. Like they they have the same title, but they're made by completely separate developers, completely mm -hmm. separate teams. And this is the first time I think that the two games are actually sharing anything, which is uh, um, Warzone. Warzone. But yeah. like it funny how we're like, oh, I'm glad they're fixing this, and I'm glad they're fixing this, even though it's like two entirely separate games. <laughs> we're acting yeah. like it's like one game or like the part of the same game. Well, I gotta tell you, like, the last couple weeks I've been spending a lot of my time trying to get games to work. Um, one that. being Microsoft Flight Sim, which I just finally got to work this morning, but I'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, the other one was Modern, War Modern Warfare Warzone for, like, I don't know why, but since I started playing Season 5, I can't get above 20 frames a second or under 500 ping. Do you know what always works for me? 
You know what always works? A good old GameCube game. <laughs> a good old Paper Mario. A good old... Uh, well, yeah, like, I'm even considering going back to Warzone on, on Xbox. Because, um, you know, it's stable. Like, it's 30 frames per second. Sure, it's not 60 and, and all that, but it's it's stable. Like, it, it works because it's on a console, which is with, with PC, it's just like, fuck, you run into, like, one thing, and it just, like, shuts your whole thing, your whole experience down. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I like PC gaming, but it's just, like, that's that's annoying. You got to you, you have the right build. Didn't didn't there was um, a graphics card that just went on sale that used to be, like, 2,000 bucks and on sale for, like, 800 or something? What graphics card was that? I'll try <laughs> to figure out which model now. Yeah, but it was like it was like the big thing that like changed gaming, and now it's on a now it's on sale. But because um, oh, yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine, he's like, if you want to build a computer, now is kind of the time. And Modern Warfare is a game that you need a custom build or like a gaming computer to play because it's just it's huge, it's massive. Well, not only that, but like they don't they haven't fucking optimized it at all. Like um, I actually, oh okay, I'll, actually I'll tell this story in a second. But first, like if the my GPU, which is the whole the whole fucking point of it, is to process graphics, mm -hmm. and it just is not used or utilized at all in Modern Warfare. Like if I have my task manager open, it like uses like under a percent of my GPU and just fucking tanks my CPU. It's like, what? Why are you not pulling from the GPU? Why are you not splitting the workload? It just doesn't make any sense. Is your so. GPU strong enough though? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's a, it's. It's. I think it's last gen. Like when I built it, it was last gen, but it's still good. Hmm. Um, but anyway, so um, I was getting really pissed off with Modern Warfare because of the whole frame rate issue and all that kind of stuff. And like, I haven't changed any of my settings since season three or season four. So everything's the exact same. Like my internet, everything is the exact same. And now all of a sudden, I can't get above twenty frames a second. So I went on to Activision support, like the website to find support, and they forwarded me to the Reddit page. And I'm like, that's fucking dumb. Why does the AAA game have their support page on Reddit? Like, that kind of makes no sense. And then uh, I, I, start, I posted my issue, and then my issue was immediately removed by, like, a mod bot. And they're like, oh, you're not adding anything of value to this thread, so we deleted it automatically. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, how am I supposed to get fucking support now? Activision. Yeah. If you're sending me to your Reddit page and then deleting my support act. Yeah. It's a good that way to be like, deal with it. Yeah, pretty much. So... Anyways, but you um, were saying that with your your flight simulator, you were talking to the the support team, and they were like messaging back directly, and yeah, help. So yeah, they've been they've been great. Um, so yeah, in the patch notes, it said uh, the issue where the install freezes at a specific file and doesn't continue has been fixed. But I was freezing at that specific file and it wasn't working, so I sent them a message and they sent me back. They're like, "Okay, here's how to fix the issue," and, and then yeah, it worked, and then it's installed this morning. So. Um, and then the other issue I had was something to do with the UI in the game. So I, I said, hey, this is what I was doing. Like, I basically filed a bug report, and they ended up uh, emailing me back saying, hey, we've logged this bug report, and uh, we found a fix for it. It'll be out in the next patch. I'm like, great. <laughs> I feel like I'm not even, like, patient. Because we were trying to play, what was that game? Um, the, the Battle Royale game that we were going to play. Uh, the Hyperscape. Hyperscape, yeah. We were going to play Hyperscape, and then it wasn't working for me. And I was like... I don't even care. I, I, I can't even... I'm bad at dealing with, with that, so like I'm surprised that you went through all of that to get it all, all working. Well, I'm kind of used to it now, because, like, fuck, it seems like I spent two hours a weekend trying to get a goddamn game to work. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So, 
but anyways, uh, back to Cold War. Uh, it's yeah, it's it looks fun. Uh, I'm excited for the. We were talking about this in the Discord the other day, uh, me and uh, Matt Bridges. But uh, we're excited for the story and like what who we're fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, the multiplayer. All those yeah, most people <laughs> are like don't even give a hot f- shit about the campaign. They just want to play the multiplayer. But uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Actually, I was playing. I was talking to you about it. I was playing the Modern Warfare campaign yesterday because I still haven't beaten it. And you and Will were talking about the sniper level being your favorite. Oh yeah. And then I feel like the end of the sniper level just turned into a uh, like a shoot 'em up again. I was so sad because uh, I was having fun sniping, and then everybody like attacked the compound, and I was like, yeah. all right, I guess I better put my sniper away and just shoot Stay guys. <laughs> and on the harder difficulty, like you just get shot immediately and. That's Die. it. So I, was, I was kind of frustrated, but once I beat that, like the level afterwards, you got to go through the, the wolf's compound, which is really fun, and I'm like underground in the caves. I hope yep. they do a lot of that in Cold War, because in the um, uh, Black Ops campaign, Black Ops One was such a good campaign. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. I love the the DD Mao when you're playing Russian roulette and escaping on the helicopter, and uh, that was one of the best. Call of Duty Dude. campaign experiences. Bring it back. Yeah, totally. Mm. Um, so there was only three maps shown off for the multiplayer, but all three of them look pretty good. Like, you know, most... The worst Call of Duty multiplayer maps, in my opinion, are the ones where it's like, you all spawn in, it's like, you can either go right, left, or center. And then, like, the whole map is fucking built around those three lanes, and it's like, fuck. Like, um, what's the what's the one everyone plays on Modern Warfare multiplayer? Fucking Shoot House? Is that what it is? I love shoothouse. I love I, shoot house. I love shoot house. Well, it can I get know what you mean, pretty, but yeah. I love shoot house. Like I, I think cause shoot house it has like um the shipping container at the top, you can you can bounce over the walls in the middle, it's got like the I, I feel like they it is yes, of course it's three lanes, but I feel like they kind of shake it up a little bit. There's another example I was thinking of, um I hate hard hat. Hard hat what, what's, yeah, what's hard, that one? I feel like Hard hat is the construction site where it's just a straight up construction site. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I there's know. no like there's no it's not laned basically. They tried to design it as lanes, but there's so many like you, tunnels you can go through it's, and stuff like it's that. It's almost like five lanes because it's not yeah. just uh middle uh like right left middle. It's like right left middle, but then when you turn it's like right left middle again. Yeah. It's like this weird like lanes layered on top of each other. It's yeah. too hard Lane to like, manage the map. Like even with a team, you're going to get taken out from some side. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side of that is, I don't like maps that give the enemy multiple ways to basically fuck you. That's <laughs> so hard hat. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's kind of a fine balance between that. Um, but that being said, if it's a map like shipment, like everyone loves shipment because no one takes it fucking seriously because it's a yeah, fucking crazy a, map. A joke, it's all about just having fun mean. and getting kills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no, it's like, like you want to grind your gun up to gold, hop yeah. on a shipment and get ninety kills and ninety deaths. <laughs> and no one fucking cares that you got ninety deaths. It's yeah, like ah, oh, it's shipment. It's whatever. Like, yeah. People know like because you're spawning like there's like all the enemy and you just spawn behind their entire team and somebody's spawning behind you. Um, did you guys play uh, Call of Duty World War Two? I did. Yeah. The the ship map, the one that showed off in uh, Cold War, that's from World War Two. Mm-hmm. That's the same map. And then now in the op, what's the new operation called? Then it's called um, All All Fronts. Uh, I had it here. Give me two seconds. I'll find it. But, but what I was saying was 
they've taken a map like Call of Duty did this where they just basically took maps from other like from previous Modern Warfare games and slapped mm. it into uh, Modern Warfare because because Shipment's actually a map from the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. But the Shipment map like was overgrown and there was like high grass and it was like a ghillie suit map and now they've changed it to the construction site which suits mm-hmm. it more. But the totally. boat map that they show off on Cold War is from World War II, but they've expanded it. They've made it greater in their operation. So it's not just a warship that you're on, but it looks like there's a warship when you can get in the water and swim around and get onto sea dews and uh, have battleships like around previous maps. So I think that's yeah. a really, I think they did a good job of bringing those maps back. Yeah, totally. So there's a couple new modes that they taught that they showed off. One's called VIP Escort. So obviously one person on your team, six v six, is VIP, and you got to get them to a certain spot. And yeah, and it's it's got no respawns. But that's replacing search and destroy, which I oh. I yeah, because I was watching Jack Frags. Jack Frags is a huge Call of Duty guy. He actually makes uh, Hell at Loose videos too. But uh, he was saying how it replaces search and destroy and i i love search and destroy when we have too many people to play warzone my buddies and i drop into search and destroy and just like have have a good time and uh Mm -hmm. i i'm don't i it's cool that they have the vip but i don't think it should replace you're forgetting those search Search and destroy Destroy, though is from like modern warfare it's never been in uh black ops interesting because i mean call of duty didn't in create like i mean that's search and destroy is uh um, Counter Strike, and yeah. I mean, how it could be, it could go even further back from Counter Strike. It might have been in know. Black Ops. It might have been in Black Ops, but I don't think they really used it too much. It became mm-hmm. more prominent in Warzone. Yeah, I, I just enjoy because in VIP, I guess, like um, I'm guessing, if your whole team kills the enemy squad, then. Then the, yeah, then you win the round, but that seems like it defeats the whole purpose of the VIP. It's like the VIP no, just fucking hides. Kill, you only have to kill the VIP. Yeah, yeah but if, oh, I'm saying if okay. your VIP team kills the entire enemy team, then you win. But I like I'm I'm trying to think of how in in um, search and destroy if the if the people plant the bomb, it kind of sets off into a second. Like the first phase is planting the bomb, the second phase is protecting the bomb. If like you kill the whole team protecting the bomb, you can get that victory of, like, defusing it with their whole team dead, and, like, yeah. I don't, I feel like there's all these kind of nuances to it where I'm trying to figure out how are they going to carry over to VIP, you know? You, you know I what would be actually... see that, the... Sorry, Rodney, but I yep. feel like uh, looking at all these modes and stuff like that, they're trying to keep with the theme of Black Ops. Mm-hmm. It's, like, covert operations. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to explain yep. it. It's I think uh, game, make it the way I want it now. <laughs> um, I think that uh, the search and destroy maybe needs a, sm- a slight tweak. Like it's the so the bomb's available for anybody to pick up. Yeah, and then if that person dies, they drop the bomb, and then uh, one other person comes and picks it up. Like, what if it was just one person? They're like the engineer, like the bomb engineer or whatever the fuck. So it's like they get the case, and they if they die, you're fucked. You lose. So like that could be a uh, sm- slight twist on like the VIP thing right so it's like you yeah. got to protect the one person and you don't have a fucking choice it's just not like oh i'll get it. i'll run it in there and die and drop it or whatever the fuck right so um so the big team match that i was talking about earlier is called fire team so yeah that's what that's called i didn't find your thing there's combined arms which is a 12b combined arms. that's what i was talking about yeah. combined arms that's the one where there's the vehicles on the map 
and it's yeah. basically like the ground wars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay, so that's the... What's it called? That's Cold War for now. Uh, we, we're like, oh, we, we, we've talked about Cold War already, so we'll just start with that. Uh, Alright, so the open beta uh, is... There's two open betas. One's for PS4 exclusive, or PS5 if it's out. No, no, PS4. PS4 is getting, like, they get in all the goodies. Like, I don't know uh, what yeah. they're doing, but they, they get all they, of the exclusives and the... Yeah, they got some sort of deal for sure. But uh, anyway, so the PS4 exclusive weekend is October 8th and 9th and October t uh, 10th and 12th. Uh, so the early access for, I don't know how you can get into that, I'm sure it'll say down below. Uh, is, yeah, pre-order. So 8th and 9th and then the open beta is the 10th to 12th. Second weekend, which uh, is for everybody else, Xbox, PlayStation and uh, PC, which has cross-play as well. Uh, so Xbox, uh, I'm sorry, uh, October 15th to 16th is, uh, the open beta, early access, um, and for PlayStation, it's open beta for that, and, uh, October 17th to 19th, it's open on all platforms. Hmm. So hmm. I'll, I'll be checking this out for sure. Yeah. Uh, I want to try it out and see how it is. Um, I'm I lucked out- I'm a fan of, uh, cross-play, though, with Call of Duty, mainly because of how many che uh, cheaters there are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I, I think might... PlayStation can turn off crossplay between Xbox and PC, but I don't think no, I can't turn can... it off just for PC. That's what I kind of want yeah. moving forward. I like I like playing with my friends on Xbox and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but I should have a choice of like what I want uh, the the system to look for. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, so that's uh, the open beta, or sorry, the beta for the Cold War. And I'll be picking it up. I think to get in, you need to pre-order. Um, just trying to think. So weekend, yeah. Uh, the first beta weekend exclusive for PlayStation Four owners runs from yada yada. I already said that. Um, if you have pre-ordered Black Ops Cold War on PlayStation Four or Five, check online for pre-order information. And uh, yeah, that'll get you in. So I think that runs for for all the consoles for all the uh, live beta dates. So, uh, yeah, I'll be picking this up. I lucked out last, not last year. Was it la no, last year? I don't remember. Anyways, Black Ops 4, I pre-ordered it, and I got access to the beta, which I didn't enjoy, to be honest. And then my pre-order fell through, and I didn't have to pay for the fucking game. So I was like, ah, I'm not, I'm not upset by that. How does your pre-order fall through? I don't know. Um, That's weird. I, ca I can't remember. Credit card? Well, yeah, I, actually, I think I went to play it on day one. I'm like, should be available yeah. to me, but it's like, oh, you need to buy this game. And then I checked, and then it said my pre-order was canceled in my email. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. I didn't want the game anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, okay, let's uh, swing over to Xbox uh, Game Pass. So they announced uh, just in the last couple days here that uh, they're going to... Uh, bring more great games to discover and play with our friends. Over the last three years, we've delivered on the vision of bringing more content to up to 10 million members, and we've expanded the search to reach people where people uh, wherever they play. Uh, and in E3 2019, we introduced Xbox Game Pass Ultimate uh, and X uh, and Game Pass for PC. And last month, we shared the Ultimate members can play more than 100 games from the cloud on their Android phone and tablet beginning September 15th. And today, they're excited to announce the next step of the journey, which is teaming up with Electronic Arts to provide Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and PC members with EA Play membership at no additional cost. So that's great. Um, I was actually looking into EA Play yesterday and when I saw this because uh, I'm actually interested in playing NHL 21, 
but I, I kind of don't want to play pay the full price for it. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. But anyway, so what uh, the EA membership is going to get you is uh, s- uh, more than 60 of EA's biggest and best console and PC games like FIFA 20, Titanfall 2, Need for Speed Heat, etc. Uh, as well as titles from some of EA's most popular franchises like Battlefield, Mass Effect, Skate, and The Sims. Uh, gives you exclusive in-game challenges and rewards, special member-only content, and discounts on EA digital purchases for DLC, games, and more. And access to trials for games up to 10 hours from the best-loved franchises and top titles. So like Madden, Madden uh, NFL 21, FIFA 21, you can play those for 10 hours uh, without dropping a single dime. But after that, I think you got to buy it. But your progress carries over, so... Uh, and this, this is um, going into the Game Pass. So like if you have the Game Pass... This is included with it. Yes, um, you have to download like the EA Hub or whatever the fuck on Xbox think, or mm. uh, PC or whatever it is, and then you browse the games through there. But it'll it'll sync with your Xbox account or whatever, so That's it'll know good. if you have that ultimate membership or not. It's amazing how like I never thought that games would go this direction. Like that's how like yeah, I have my Amazon account, and if you want to have like add in stacked or add in like different things you know you pay a little bit extra but it's funny how games are going in the same direction you know yeah well this is the how future. people are consuming media media now right so yeah uh we don't want to leave our houses we want to just sit on our ass and play games and download a new game and eat our watch movies fucking and doritos and drink our mountain dew order food to right to our doorstep <laughs> oh yeah it's not it's scary man it's scary but they're totally catering to millennials it's great Ooh. definitely uh, okay, so that's uh, all I got to say about that. Um, Will, you got something now next? Uh, well, we're still talking about all access, right? So. Oh yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so this is a different thing. I- I've talked to multiple people, and they all have mixed feelings about this. Uh, Mark, for one, thinks it's a ripoff because you're going to be paying more than the actual system in the long run. But I actually think it's a brilliant business decision on um, Xbox's side. Mm-hmm. What did I say to you yesterday, Roddy? What did I say to you yesterday? Literally what Will just said. Yeah. I was like <laughs> they're going to get they're going to get you to pay extra for it paying over a longer period of time, but I mean it is good for people who can't buy it straight up, but it's going to be it, you're going to end up paying a lot more um well, and, and literally everything else in your life, you're paying fucking payments and interest and whatever. So, like, yeah. what, you know, so. But I the mean, thing, uh, too, is, like, it, you're not really paying much for it. Like, I think um, it's $24 American for uh, the Xbox Series S with um, Game Pass Ultimate a month. So you're paying $25 for the console plus Game Pass. So basically, I think if Game Pass is fifteen, you're paying. I was, yeah, ten dollars to rent the console with Game Pass included. It's a, it's a little bit, uh, it's better. But how many, how many payments? Because how much is the console? The console's like three ninety nine, isn't it? I think it's twenty four months, so two, uh, two years. Two years, um, paying twenty four bucks a month. It's pretty good. I mean, it, it is gonna, it's gonna somehow work out to be more expensive than. Um, the buying outright price but yeah it's it's not a it's not a bad idea that's what they do with cars man you, yeah. you lease your car but they're you... smart too because they're bundling it with game pass ultimate which game pass ultimate gives you game pass but it's also giving you xbox live yeah that's a smart like i didn't know about that that's a pretty that's a pretty smart move 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, it kind of changes the that I might actually get an Xbox now because I before I wasn't. <laughs> you know what? I kind of thought that Xbox was losing the console war. Like, I mean, even mm -hmm. like a year ago or a year and a bit ago, like PlayStation like had all the exclusives. It had all of the all of this stuff going forward, all of the games that came out for it. But I mean, Xbox is like the strategy that they're using. I feel like it's just, I don't know. It's it's smart, you know, just combining yeah. all these things together, going towards PC and Xbox and the, the game passes and partnering with like EA. I don't know. I think they're, they're, they, 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 we underestimated them a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think so. This is a, a brilliant decision on their part because like Rodney said, he wasn't wanting to buy an Xbox and now he's thinking, well, now I can actually afford it because he's got yeah. a kid coming, right? So he's got already his own priorities, but if, like, I don't know if it's $34 American, it's probably gonna be like 40, 40 something, probably Canadian for us to do this. But that's still like nothing compared to him, you know, trying to talk his wife into saying, hey, honey, I just went and bought a $600 console. Uh, I'll be sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> yeah, Playing my new console. <laughs> like Xbox, they're they're focusing on um like the the monthly things, the constant uh payments. Like where PlayStation is like, yeah, they want you to buy their console and their controls and their their games, but Xbox is like you get people paying continuously. They want more people to buy. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. Where PlayStation yeah. like Okay, um, whenever they finally do announce the price, I think it's going to be in line with the Xbox Series X. So I'm just going to say probably like five, maybe $600 Canadian. Uh, mm -hmm. Basically, once you buy your console, you always get your warranty. You probably buy another controller and you have to buy a headset. Mm -hmm. So you're already looking at like $800, $900, maybe even more once you buy your game or two, right? Mm -hmm. This way, you're paying monthly, all barely anything. You have mm -hmm. all the games included. You, you have, know, like yeah, like any a lot first of the party stuff play. is going to be there. Yeah, you're probably Xbox not going to be pass. necessarily buying a second controller because everything is now cross compatible or leaning more towards cross compatibility and like exactly. playing online. Because mm -hmm. you can use Xbox One controllers on the the Series S and the X uh, Series X. Mm -hmm. which you can't do with um, PlayStation. They mm -hmm. want you to go freaking spend another $80 on a brand new controller. Yeah. Well. Saying that, oh, no, this technology can only be used for our games. Like, you know, bullshit. Like, what's the new controller really have that is changing from last uh, gen? <laughs> they got a new outside. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. New shell. New shell, yeah. So... Yeah. I feel, um, so if you're paying, you know, rental Series S, I don't see many people going with the S, personally. I think Sony was smart with doing their two versions of the console, because they're both the same power. I feel the S was a stupid move on Microsoft's part. It's less powerful than the X, and it doesn't have a, a disk drive. Especially, like, when you're they're doing it to help people who can't afford the the beefy full power one yeah but it's like if you're offering a good payment plan or, or something like a new strategy it's kind of like what was the 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 switch mini the one that doesn't have the oh yeah the one that mm -hmm. joy cons don't come off yeah like yeah, yeah. i feel like that's almost like more for like kids or 
people who are like using it for different different reasons. I don't. Well, but it always seems strange. Kid, to me. I would ask my mom to get me the axe. Yeah. The yeah. best or nothing, right? Like. And my mom would tell me to get a job and buy it myself, and then yeah, I that's did exactly what my mom. I did. Just, <laughs> and I had the first to get a paycheck job. I ever got when I started like working when I was fourteen. My first paycheck for like four hundred bucks, I went out and I bought an Xbox three sixty. Nice. I got Thank the uh, Resident Evil Five exclusive, and I still have it in my basement. <laughs> I just bought the original white one. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, uh, so let's move on here now. So, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time uh, remake revealed. So let's, Will. Why don't you talk about that while I purchase Zoom? Because apparently I have to pay to fucking record more than forty minutes. Ooh, I did not know that. Yeah. So, have you guys uh, uh, played any of the Prince of Persia's? Oh yeah, I love Sands of Time. All right, good man. So. <laughs> And uh, for anyone that hasn't, I'm not talking about the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The movie can be forgotten in the vaults of time. I think it has been forgotten. In the, I forgot there even <laughs> was a movie until you brought it up right now. I was like, oh yeah, they tried doing that. Yeah, so Prince of Persia, Sands of Time was a great game. Uh, awesome one of my game. favorites. Uh, it, you know, it, it. I don't know. Do you think it helped make Assassin's Creed? Um, I I feel like it it contributed a lot to a lot of things, like some of the mechanics they added into the game, like the rewinding of, like, time. Because the whole thing of the Sands of Time is like, if you... if They had this obsession where if you died, you didn't actually die. And I feel like you, Assassin's you Creed rewinded. <laughs> tries to do that, yeah. Or if you did die, like, so if you, if you got killed, you could, like, let the sand out of the dagger and, and it would literally rewind everything that you just did yeah. and you could try it again and that was kind of a cool feature but it was just basically an excuse for you not to die then if you did die the person telling the story would be like no the story doesn't go like that and then it would take you back to that point uh, anyway but I thought it was a cool mechanic and I think it did help with a lot of uh, stuff in the future yeah I'm just looking um was Sands of Time the last one, or was there another one? I swore they did a, a CG one, or was that Sands of Time? Um, I'm not sure. I know like that cell shaded one they did. Uh, I know that um, it was. I played it on the the GameCube, so I, I don't know if there was one. I think that was the last one on that like general, like the PlayStation Two GameCube kind of uh, era. Prince of Persia. Uh, here it is. Here. Uh... Yeah, there was quite a few. There was a there was a few more. Forgot oh no, that's the movie. Oh yeah, Forgotten Sands. That's the one. The Fallen King. Uh, uh some of these I think were just spin-offs, so. Forgotten Sands is the one I was talking about. So I didn't really like that one. But uh, Sands of Time was a great game, and I'm actually looking forward to picking that up again. This is a remake, right? Yeah. So it's it's just um because they're pulling the uh the Crash Bandicoot, the um, Ratchet and Clank, they're just making it look all pretty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're going to add anything to the game. That's always things that worries me when they do remakes, if they're going to change any elements. Yeah. When was it released? When was the uh, game come out? 2007 or 8, wasn't it? I think it was 8. 
Uh, I feel like it was earlier than that. Two thousand and three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a long time. That's like seventeen years. Yeah. So my Prince of Persia experience. I don't think I finished the game though, but I definitely played it. I played. I remember it was on the Xbox three sixty. And I remember, like, wall running across a gap, and that's literally my only <laughs> Yeah, the wall running, and then if you mess it up, you just, like, rewind the wall yeah, running. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's all I remember from Sansa time, but... Uh, I don't know if I'll be grabbing the remake. Maybe if it's on sale or something, I might grab it, but... I just had the craziest nostalgia flashback. There was a... Do you guys remember the movie The Scorpion King with Rock Johnson, Dwayne the Rock Johnson? There was a Prince of Persia style game that was the Scorpion King, and uh, it was actually really fun. I don't know why you talking about wall running reminded me of it, uh, Rodney. All I remember from the Scorpion King is, or oh no, was it in the Mummy? Was it in the Mummy where like the uh, the Rock is like comes out as the Scorpion King? And it's like the worst CG I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Yeah, the Scorpion King Rise of Akadani. Yeah, this game was so ridiculous. It was like in the there was a, a time when there was a bunch of games that were kind of similar to that that all kind of came out. That Prince of Persia style Assassin's Creed yeah. game. Yeah. Uh when did the, this game was When really did the fun. first Assassin's Creed come out? That was probably a little bit later, eh? Yeah. I feel like after I don't know Assassin's Creed I feel like it got stale, and then um, basically Origins kind of changed it up, and Odyssey brought it back. That's what I thought. Our, our future was just going to be filled with mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, I agree. Okay. 2007. Um, so that's Prince of Persia, yeah. which uh, I don't think there's a remake. Or, I'm sorry, I don't think there's a release date. Yeah. Yeah, coming to current in January 2021. So there's no, like, day, but there's a month, so that's something. Oh, January 2121. So that's uh that's that. Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what a weird date. <laughs> ah, there it is. Yeah, okay. I see it. I see it. Okay, so about So it's going to retail for, for 40 us, USD. Probably. That's not bad. That's not too bad. Actually, if they were going to charge the full $80, yeah. I don't think I'd do it. That's my problem with remakes nowadays. But if you're going to only charge like half the price, it's doable. Mhm. Mm Yeah, totally. Uh, okay, let's move on. So now let's switch gears to Nintendo. Um, so basically, Nintendo has held back like a lot of their shit until now, um, apparently. So uh, basically, Hyrule Warriors is going to make a comeback in the uh, form of the pre, like the hundred years before the calamity of Breath of the Wild. Um, so basically in the trailer that they, I said basically a lot, I sound like a tard. <laughs> like, um, basically? Anyways, but essentially, um, they, uh, they say that the Warriors games is going to work well for what happened a hundred years before Breath of the Wild. Like, this just massive war between, like, Ganon, or Calamity Ganon and, uh, the Guardians and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm kind of concerned about this game because I do, I'm very interested in how Hyrule looked 100 years before Breath of the Wild, but I'm also concerned that the 
uh, the story and the ex- like the the fun of exploring Hyrule is going to get drowned by oh, the repetitiveness yeah. and the That's linear story of the Warriors games. This to Breath of the Wild storyline because there's not going to be any open mm-hmm. world in this. It's just going to be yeah, very I... uh, battle oriented. You're going to move from one phase to the next to the next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Cole? I think that I mean I I like the world building. Like I'm glad they're doing this. I actually I've, I've been meaning to watch the trailer and I'm watching it right now. I I think this is kind of a, a cool thing that they're doing, and I I feel like you can have an exploration side to this and like a discovery side of it. You don't know how the maps are gonna gonna play out, but like it seems like you're going to all of the the maps are kind of like split between. Yeah, but have the you, Guardians, have right? you played like the, the original the Hyrule Warriors? And, uh, I haven't played Hyrule Warriors, but I've played like games similar to it. Like it's it's um uh I I don't know what the this it's a it's a type of strategy game. I don't even know what you you'd categorize it as, but um I wouldn't uh I've played I haven't played the Hyrule Warriors. I don't think I called Hyrule Warriors a strategy game though. It's like that. Yeah, Japanese I can't remember what they're, RPG, they're not called, RPG, um, but that game that's always there. Uh, and you're a monster, like you're a fucking straight monster. Like, um, you aim to get like a thousand plus kills, a, like a match. Like it's insane. So, basically, the fuck I said it again. The um, Hyrule Warriors game was like a non-canon story about this. Freaking! I don't even know what she was. Will this late? This blue-haired lady, and uh, yeah. So you, you're a lot of uh, people were playable in in Warrior, so you could play as like Dar, uh, Daryuna from uh, or Durana. I don't know how you say his freaking name from uh, Ocarina of Time, the Goron dude. You could play as like um, Princess Ruto. You could play as Zelda. You could play as Sheik. You could play as like all these uh, different people. And, uh, yeah, you basically just ran around and you had to capture, like, forts and, and follow the linear story of each, of each yeah. map, basically. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you've played a Warriors it's game before. If not, Warriors. I have Hyrule Warriors. That's what it was. Yeah. Dynasty Warriors. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. I'm trying to Google it here. So, when you come over next weekend, Cole, I'll let you play Hyrule Warriors just so you can play and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, no, I, 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 I know the game. Like, I've played games in the same genre i like i just haven't played a lot more high rules yeah uh, well they have nine games to figure it out (laughs) (laughs) so the other thing too is i like um i liked hyrule wars when it first came out like i literally got off work i was i was paing at the time i got off work at what's it called at uh kind of late i think at 2 a.m or something or 1 or 2 a.m I set an alarm for 7 a.m. I'm like, I'm getting up at 7 a.m. and I'm playing Hyrule Warriors. So I I did, and I played from 7 a.m. straight all the way to, like, midnight, like, without stopping. And Damn. went back, and then I went to bed and got up at 7 a.m. the next day and, like, did the whole thing over again. And I'm like, this, like, I was having such a good time playing the game, but... How do you have that stamina? I couldn't do that <laughs> if I wanted to. <laughs> well, I really wanted to play this game, so... Um, yeah, shit. Because I always wanted to play, like, the One Piece, like, Warriors kind of games. 
but I never, mm-hmm. but I didn't have a PlayStation at the time. So, well, I still don't have a PlayStation. But uh, yeah, that was the only way to play it. So, but yeah, anyways, uh, yeah. So I played it for the that weekend, and then after I beat the game, it just plateaued right out like it it was mm. super super repetitive like they added a bunch of challenges and stuff you could do but it's like you're you're doing the same thing you're you're going out you're killing 1500 to 2000 people a match and uh pick you know it's the same thing and it's like oh cool now i got to do that with a new character you know what i mean like it's like it's exciting for like the one match and then you're like it all right i'm stale. done with this character yeah, yeah. So that's the, that was the downside I saw with Hyrule Warriors. So hopefully they found a way to fix that, but I don't really know how because there's how many Warriors games and they're Pretty all much. the same. I think the way that I would be more beneficial is after each map, right, is they have like a, mm-hmm. a decent uh, huge cutscene that explains like a bit more of that, war, like the war. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, yeah, like uh, I want to play this. I think the that's what they're going out to do too. They're going out to explain yeah. what happened a hundred years ago. Why Link battles, is where he is. It doesn't really explain anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, in the original Hyrule Warriors game, well, how many enemy variants were there? Uh, there was a fair. There was a handful. Because um, in this, it looks like all of the enemies that are in Breath of the Wild, like you have the Cyclops, you have the the Guardians, um, the all the yeah. different types of but goblins, just and, skins, uh, right? So they already had the yeah, but I mean, I I can't see them all playing the same, you know, like uh, Zelda. The Legend of Zelda games are usually pretty good at shaking up. Uh, shaking up enemies and enemy types yeah. so it's it could just, be interesting. this isn't really a zelda game that's why they don't have legend or anything with it right it's just called high like there's nothing about zelda in the title they call it hyrule yeah yeah well we'll see how that all plays out uh but this is uh this is on gamespot.com it says the uh in addition to the over the top battles age of calamity incorporates traditional zelda elements like puzzles players We'll need to use the Sheikah Slate and other skills to overcome these and the environmental obstacles. Um, okay, yeah, well, that's, that's different. Because yeah. in in, in uh, Hyrule Warriors, you get weapons. Like, you slowly unlock, like, the standard Zelda weapons, like mm-hmm. bombs and uh, the hookshot and shit like that. So, I think the hookshot, I can't remember. Anyways, yeah, so this is just basically giving you all the tools at the beginning like it did in Breath of the Wild. Uh, Nintendo also says the game features a robust story that depicts the events, relationships, and dramatic moments of the Great Calamity in a cap- in captivating detail. So, okay. yeah, that's... Yeah, I think that's cool. I mean, I want to know how, how this all went down. Totally. Um, yeah, like, I felt all the connections between all the characters in Breath of the Wild through all the memories and everything. Like, it just felt super real. So, I to see it happening... Like, Christ, like, what if you have to fight... Uh, as each one of the champions in their Divine mm-hmm. Beasts, and then you lose. And then you have to watch the cutscene of, like, them getting killed by this Calamity Ganon thing. Like, that's fucking heavy, dude. Well, I mean, in the trailer, they show you play as each of the the Guardians. Mm-hmm. Like, it shows Link, Zelda, and then the four Guardians, and then it shows their, um, their Divine Beasts. So I'm pretty sure that will happen. Yeah, so that's, that's crazy, man. Because it's like, it was so surreal playing breath of the wild and then for the first time exploring each one of these beasts and then finding the connection between you and the champion and the divine beast it's like oh it was yeah. so fucking good so you remember well the first time you jumped off the plateau and then realized yeah. how big the oh, world was that. 
Yeah. And how you, I had like a stick in one hand and like a, a piece <laughs> of bark in the other hand. And there, I, I remember getting swarmed by the, the eyeball bats. What are those things called? Uh, the uh, keys. Yeah. Yeah. But like having like an, a cloud of them come and hit you. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah. And almost dying there with your like yeah. three hearts almost gone. I was like, this, like, something something big is going down here oh what did i do oh no i i followed the story because like i didn't know what to do or what to explore first so like i just followed the story plot first which i think is go to go to kakariko village and then that that pretty much hooked me like going there and like having impa be like oh yeah you're 100 years ago yada 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 like insta hooked yeah. me i was like this game i'm fucking involved now this is great I'm gonna play it again. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Play I actually it again. stopped playing it. I did. Uh, I did another playthrough. I was gonna play master mode, but master mode's kind of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, uh, in the in the plateau, like the great plateau, before you get the uh, the wind cloth or whatever the fuck it is, the sailcloth. And uh, yeah, I'm seeing a Lionel walking around, and like I can't kill a Bokoblin without breaking every fucking weapon in my inventory. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna give it another playthrough, but I'm gonna wait till we're a little closer to Breath of the Wild too, so I can yeah. finish the first yeah. game and then go jump straight into the second. Um, I definitely used two glitches in my playthrough the second time. The one is the Master Sword early glitch because yeah. why not? Um, and the other one was like the glitch with the um, you can light a torch. So you know the blue flame uh, things you got to do to open up like the. Uh, where that really short, like, uh, white-haired girl is in the in Hineta Village oh, or whatever yeah. it's called. You know what I'm talking about? So, yeah, you have to, like, light a series of blue flames, but your blue flame only stays active for, like, not yeah, very long. Quick. Yeah, so there's a glitch where you can have it... Um, you basically have it on a torch, and you, like, unequip, but equip the torch. So, technically, the torch is unequipped, so it doesn't have a timer, a countdown timer on it for the flame, but it's equipped. <laughs> so, you just literally run to the end and light the last thing, and then you're done. <laughs> so, that saved a lot of time. So, anyways. Uh, I was I was going to bring it up. I just opened up my Switch to, to check Breath of the Wild, and uh, I don't know if you can see it. No. Move it up and over to your right there we go. yeah oh yeah yeah we're getting there i finally got the we're uh, getting there we're getting there finally got the the, the tag for it if, for those who aren't watching it's the super mario's 3d all-stars with uh galaxy sunshine and uh 64 yeah all in one which we talked about a couple podcasts ago we were speculating that that was going to happen and then hold and behold here it is oh i forgot okay so i i i woke up in the morning and usually when I wake up in the morning, I, I, I'll, I'll check my phone or see what's new on YouTube. And I saw that there was the Nintendo Direct, the 35-year Mario. Yep. And um, I was like, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch the whole thing. And I'm going to see how they reveal Sunshine was basically what I was in my mind. Like, what are they going to do? And so I'm watching through the whole thing. And then it comes to the part where it's like, this is our last announcement for the thing. And I was like, okay, it's the last announcement. And then Super Mario 64 pops up, and I was like, oh, no sunshine. I was like, 64 is cool, and I went up to go to the bathroom, and I started peeing and as I was watching it. And then when it switched to sunshine, I started laughing my ass off, and I'm like trying to pee, but I'm like, oh, they totally got me. They got me so good. <laughs> and then I like put my phone down, and I'm like washing my hands at the sink, and then Galaxy started. 
And I was like, are you kidding? Like, it was like this whole, just trying to go to the bathroom in the morning, but I just kept getting hit by new, new things. It was like 64, Sunshine, yeah. Galaxy, all in one. And I was like, all right, Nintendo. Have you guys seen the, the comparisons Game Explain did? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've seen lots of memes too, where it's like, Re uh, other remakes and it's like Final Fantasy 7 and then the Final Fantasy 7 remake and then it's like Mario 64 <laughs> like the fucking almost the yeah. same but no like if you look though Mario Sunshine it actually looks complete uh, like they textured it quite a bit uh, better than before I I think they up they up resed it right they, they well here I'll um, send you a quick video over zoom so you guys can see because they had uh, they told they they mentioned that uh, they improved the resolution because obviously before it was made for like tube TVs, four three, yeah. right, and now it's sixty nine, widescreen. Uh, they upgrade, they updated all the uh, HUD items so that they're HD. Check out that. Uh, what quickly. else did they this do? This has the graphics uh, though. I just want like for me, like I, Mark's like, do you think there's going to be a graphical uh, difference? I'm like, probably not. It's Nintendo, and then he sends me this video. He's like, ah, there's a difference. I'm like, oh, I'll take a look. <laughs> yeah, I think I can't open it. Oh, there we go. Honestly, no, I it's gonna open like everything games. looks the same. Like it look, it just got an HD like oh, yeah. overdone, like, no, overdue the, rather, the, right? The so. buildings and uh, you know, like the grass textures. So like they've redone yeah. a few things. You can definitely tell that's not just uh, an overhaul. Oh yeah, dude, that looks fantastic. It looks so good. So, it's it's funny that um, as a kid playing this. Um, watching what it looks like on the Switch, that's what it looked like to me on the GameCube. <laughs> like, everything that I'm watching on the Switch, I'm like, that is what my brain remembers it as. Yeah. Like, my brain doesn't remember it being um, bad graphics or not not yeah. HD. Like, that just, I don't remember that. Like, I'm looking at the Switch and I'm like, isn't that what the GameCube version look like well it's it it's like when we go back and play old games and we're like holy shit like like playing remember playing goldeneye we're like these graphics are amazing and now we go back yeah. we're like jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> we put up with that Such a um bad game. <laughs> like yeah so all right so yeah that's great that that got announced um i kind of was hoping they'd have galaxy 2 in a there too a lot of people were yeah um Mark hasn't played Galaxy. He said he didn't feel the charm well, with he it. He said his dad bought it. Oh, and dude, he didn't so think it charming! Fun, I love so. Galaxy. Yeah, no, I, I told, I told him that he's yeah. a fucking. He's he needs to just play it. <laughs> I have an yeah, order so I want to yeah. play the games I mean, in. So for me, I want to do Sunshine sixty four and then Galaxy, mainly because I have not played uh, played Sunshine since it yeah. came out, most likely. Yeah, same. I will probably I'm, pay play them in order. Yeah, I'm gonna play Minority. Yeah. I'm gonna go 64. I've played Sunshine, 64 yeah, so many times, though. Well, the, uh, me too. But I did it as a kid. Like playing a game as a kid. Oh no! Like I mean, I just played it a couple different. years like, ago I, too, right? Like it was on the Wii Store, the Wii U yeah. Store. Uh, I never played it. I, I've only ever played it as a kid. I guess I've like dabbled with it as an adult, but I've never like sat down, started it, and got to Bowser. Mm as a kid on six or as an adult on 64 so i'm really looking forward to that yeah it's, it's almost like gonna be playing it again for the first time like i like you know all the twists and turns in the story but like some of the stars it's like oh do this it's like i actually don't fucking remember yeah, are you gonna like try that to get one 100%? level 
<laughs> You're debating it. I can see it on your face right now. I'm going to try my damnedest. Well, it's back when 100% was fucking achievable. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> you know? It, it... Oh, it was, I mean, it was also back when 100% wasn't achievable because you you wouldn't know how to. You wouldn't... What is 100%? You know, some some games had a percentage, but it's like... Is that true 100%? What What is there like? Yeah. Even in Donkey Kong 64, they're still discovering uh, coins. There's coin pads. Yeah. And they're still discovering coin pads in the game. Yeah. So, I mean, what is 100%? Yeah. And it, it, that's that was kind of the nice thing about it, too, is like there was this mystery to like how many stars are in the game and you had to figure it out and, and try to find all the stars, mm -hmm. right? But nowadays it's like, Oh, I want to 100% complete this game. Fucking Google walkthrough for right? So it's like you don't have 100% things. But I mean, that is kind of hard nowadays. Yeah. Well, yeah, a, li a little bit, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. I think uh, 64 the 64 is easily 100%able, and they even had like a 100% completion thing where it's like you found Yoshi on the roof, Game right? Cube so wasn't too bad either. You could still 100% a lot of the games there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Galaxy... I can't... I think this was Galaxy 2. I was telling Mark this. I said, like, you beat the the first... Like, the game, which... Or complete the whole game, which is 120 stars. And then it, like, unlocks a whole new game where you're playing as Luigi and you go yeah. back through the same galaxies and have to get 120 different stars. It was fun. It was just kind of tedious, too, in its own way. Because you're just redoing yeah. the Yeah, uh, Cole, you went really maps. quiet, by the way. Yeah, you're you're almost inaudible. Uh, audible. No, yeah, Cole's having technical difficulties. Um, he's been kind of quiet the whole podcast. It's been, like I can boost it, but whatever, it's fine. He'll he'll come back. Yeah, you're gone now, Cole. All right. Anyway, so Cole's gone. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm excited to play this trio, and we're gonna be playing. Uh, we're gonna. Be, oh, he's starting Breath of the Wild from scratch. That's good. Uh, yeah, anyway, so uh, we'll be playing that next weekend at the, at my wife's baby shower because we don't want to be involved with that yeah, nonsense. That does not sound so, fun. No. So we'll be playing games and, and whatever. I don't know if you guys can play Microsoft Flight Sim, which everyone is what I was hoping you guys switch. could do. Yeah, everyone we'll bring a switch. We'll uh, now, have so. a little... We'll have a s s circle switch. Switch jerk off? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So that was not it. Uh, we still have. There's one more Nintendo announcement. I thought. Uh, well, I still I want I to uh, go over. Um, well, you had your Mario RPG thing, uh, thing you sent me. Right. Uh, so yeah, there's rumors, and there there is strictly rumors of a new Mario RPG or a remake. I think uh, is what it said uh, of Mario RPG. No, wait, it was a sequel. Let me look it up. I Sorry, it was, a remake. it was on my phone. It seems to be that's what they're going for right now with them celebrating. Is it thirty years of Mario? Thirty-five today, actually. So thirty-five years ago today, uh, Mario Bros. for the NES so got released. Four years before I was born. Jesus, <clears throat> getting old. Yep, yep. Um, okay, so this says they've claimed to have. So this this person, this leaker, has been tipped off, uh, or claims they've been tipped off that Square Enix and Nintendo are working on a Super Mario RPG sequel for the Nintendo Switch and the Nintendo Switch Lite. I think I heard that slam, Cole, if that was you. Do you know what really helps? What's that? Having your microphone plugged in. Was your microphone not plugged in the whole time? 
No, it wasn't plugged in. The whole the whole time? Yeah, the whole time. It wasn't plugged in. <laughs> I'm like, God, why why is Cole sound so quiet? I gotta yeah, that's funny. Alright. It was because I was I was go it was the, the speakers just built into my computer, but I was like checking, I was like unplugging, unplugging and everything, and then I realized that this is my hard drive plug. I unplugged my microphone to plug in my hard drive, and then I forgot to switch it back, <laughs> so <laughs> nice cool. Oh, that's funny. That's why you come to here. You come here for the quality. Yeah. So everyone's gonna be like, "Why does Cole sound like shit for the first hour of this podcast?" Uh, <laughs> well, you're the one who has to check my audio levels. Well, I assume you can plug in a microphone. Oh. I know that's yeah, that's seventy-five <laughs> percent on me, ten percent on uh, on Rodney, and the rest on Will. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah. So that look out for that, uh, Cole. We were just talking about the Super Mario RPG sequel. That's rumored. I never, I haven't played the original. I want to because everybody talks about how amazing it is. And um, there was uh, that everybody wanted that one character, Gino, Gino, yep, Giro, yep, to be in Super Smash Brothers. Everybody was like, you have to add this character into Smash. <laughs> and I, I had to look it up to see what he was from. And then I was like, oh, RPG. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's on the horizon. Uh, and you know what else is on the horizon? Uh, naming a winner for our Ooh. contest. So uh, we'll get into that here in two seconds. I'm just randomizing well, some shit. While you do that, how about uh, we talk about our last topic? Uh, Immortals. Yes. Ooh. So what sure. were your guys' uh, thoughts Immortals. on Immortals? Immortals Phoenix Rising? I, I don't know. Is that It's a weird way of saying, is saying Phoenix, but is that Phoenix or Phoenix? I don't know. It's probably Phoenix. Yeah. No, it's probably Phoenix. They want yeah. to be creative. So I'm actually... When they showed this off last year, I think it was called Gods and Monsters at the Ubisoft E3 event. This year, mm -hmm. they've changed the name now to Immortals Phoenix Rising, or Phoenix Rising, whatever. I'm actually a lot more interested in the game. Like, what they showed the other uh, this week, um, it kind of blew my like blew me away. It's like a mix of Breath yeah, of the uh, Wild and Odyssey all in one game. Yeah, it, it, it looks really cool. I, I The footage you sent me, I was actually quite impressed, and I'm actually interested in trying this game out now for sure. Yeah, they say there's the the soundtrack for the trailer really goes along with the style of the game. <laughs> I'm just kidding; no, it doesn't it at all. Weird, it, that was one of the things that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, so when's this game supposed uh, to get released? There, December, William. December, I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay. I, just, I don't have the release date on me. I was just got information about the game. Um, I think we're going to call this episode uh, the junk drawer episode because it's literally like there's no like one topic. It's like here's all the shit that happened two weeks in two weeks. This game kind of reminds me of Fable and Spyro. Uh, That's I interesting. Because that, I... You don't see what it, what don't you see in it? What You don't see the Fable? Well, you don't see the Spyro? Fable, I don't know. I feel like the character like this chick looks like she would be in a Fable game. And it's kind of got that cartoony, goofy, but underlining serious vibe to it, which is like Fable, you can have sex with it and have kids in every single town, but you also have to decide whether your dog dies or not. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's going to be something like that in this. <laughs> yeah. And then the world, like, I remember my first Spyro game was on, 
N64 GameCube. And um, I don't know, just that like, I, the, seeing the dragons flying around and stuff, I don't know, I kind of have that that vibe. Uh, yeah, I guess yep. it, it does. That could work, yeah. Hmm. All right, well, is it time to name a winner for our contest? Is it? I think it might be. Uh, I think it is. Alrighty, so guess that game is now over. Uh, like I said in the intro, we're going to take a small break with that with this with this month because I'm having a baby in like 16 days. So, <sighs> all right. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll or we might have to like maybe even like shake it up a little bit or figure it out or like this this first month was us trying to kind of figure it out. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So next month, uh, I think what we'll do is like. Everybody who participates will get a discount code for a store, um, but also get an entry into the draw if they get the question right or whatever. Yeah. We'll figure it out, and we'll let you guys and know. And I think also we kind of, like, started in the middle of the month. I think if we if we take a break until the start of next month, then we can actually have it a monthly thing rather than, like, like a, a yeah, mid-month mid to mid-month. Like, we yeah. can actually have a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to skip a few weeks so that we can start at the beginning of a month yeah. and then go to the end of a month. And totally do it that way. Uh, okay, so basically, uh, I have the winners list, uh, the people that we're drawing for right now. Uh, so week one, uh, Ignore, who's one of our Patreons, won uh, or won that uh, game, which was what was the first week? Christ, can you remember what it was? Uh, uh, Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Was that the first week? Yeah, it was. It Dark was. Souls it was. Yeah. Week, yeah. Uh, second week, Charlotte Avery won uh, that one, which was Pikmin, mm -hmm. uh, and then Ignore won again. <laughs> the third week, which was uh, is is ignore winning because of the speed that he's it's doing random. it, or is he he's the no? It's it's so it whoever gets the question right, um, I click a button and then it randomly picks a person. So this is the oh, computer. So everybody, every wait, wait. So everybody who who answers the question correctly is is then selected is by entered into a, a, a raffle and then it picks somebody it, from that raffle. yeah exactly but since we had to do four separate raffles we're picking a winner for uh, finals for each week and then we're adding in the patreons and then we're going to draw okay. now for the for the card for the card okay I'll say it like so, a Canadian. Sorry, okay, so sorry for i interrupted so uh um ignore won the first week charlotte won the second week ignore won the third week yeah and then uh, we have a non-patreon uh named gabriel who uh got the correct correct answer last week which was Star Fox I believe it was yeah was Star Fox one. Adventure yes. congratulations <laughs> that was a tough one that was a tough one uh, okay uh, so then of course our our Patreons Matt Bridges Charlotte Avery Brandon O and Ignore get another total another what's it called uh, entry into the draw because they're Patreons uh, so if you guys want to get in uh, automatically on draws you can become a Patreon uh, and be ready for next time so Ignore has Three. Three. Three? Yeah. Charlotte has two, two, and everybody else has one. Correct. All right. All right. I'm excited. All right, so here's how we're going to draw. I've I've given a number to each one of these tickets, and now, Cole, you have to pick a number between one and a hundred. Okay. Okay, and then, Will, you're going to pick a number between one and a hundred. All right, Cole, what is your number? Oh, my God. Uh, 47. 47, okay. Uh, 26. All right, so just gonna quickly calculate that, and then my number my number will be 39. So sorry, Will 47 or you said four. I was 47. 47. Will was 26. Plus 20. Uh, 26 minus uh 39. So what is that? 47. 20. Uh, 
Uh, okay, cool. So it looks like Gabriel. What happened to the age when you just put all the names in a hat and? Well, the yeah, hat I mean, we're social distancing and shit. Like, you know, I can't draw the name out of the hat. That's not right. You just gotta. What if it's a wizard's hat, though? Yeah, but then we, uh, there's some magic shit happening in there. It's not gonna be done right. Pull it in there. Cool. Just gonna pull his <laughs> name. Yeah. Anyways, everyone's a winner. Uh, so I don't want your damn money, Rodney. Well, all right then, dude. Uh, all right. Anyway, so it looks like Gabrielle, our non-Patreon, shockingly <laughs> the only non-Patreon on this whole list, uh, won the won the gift nice. card. So we'll, we'll uh, send you an email. Cool. Yep. That was your reveal. That was your big no drum roll. No nothing. That, that was it. Nothing. No. What the heck was that, man? You can't do that. Hey, this is you a work be in like, progress. And the winner is. Uh, yeah. That was the most anticlimactic oh, thing so ever. Crooked. Oh. <laughs> Oh man. That's why Cole didn't do the draw. Okay, so What? I should have done the draw. I would have I would have made a damn spectacle of it. I would have been casting fireworks and shit. Nice, nice. Well Congratulations, uh, Gabriel. Gabriel, yeah. So we'll send you an email and uh, we'll get your your card of your choice to whatever store you want. Um so yeah, we're looking we're working on some uh some prizes for next time, so hopefully we'll have some stuff that's a little bit better for you. And uh all right, uh that about wraps up this podcast. And unless you guys have something more you want no, to say. No, uh, just uh, for everyone that's going to be listening to this on the day this comes out, Tuesday the 15th. The mm -hmm. following day uh, on the 16th, Sony is doing another an event, uh, event. So we'll be covering that on the following podcast. Nice. Uh, okay, guys. Well, thanks a lot. And we'll see you all on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.